Is That's it. it. Is this how it begins? This is how it begins. This is how it always with, begins. With thunderous applause. Thunderous applause. Oh God, why do I look so saturated in Discord? You 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 sound different too. Do I sound bad? Not great. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. <laughs> I mean, fair. And Hold on. It's it's not it's not as good as usual. Interesting. I tried something, and I guess I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Maybe Hold not. On. Maybe not. Let's let's see. Okay. Uh, I'm just gonna fix my hair in the meantime. Does this sound any better? Uh, louder, yes. But worse. Um, I wouldn't say worse or better. You, you're definitely louder though. That's for sure. Let's try this. That's better. That's a lot better. Okay. Cool. Yeah, you sound. I, I, I realized that my gain on my interface was basically dimed. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah, you sound. You sound oh. a lot better now. This is much better. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, welcome to Sound of Fire podcast episode eight. I think now. I think um, it's episode eight, man. Yeah, I'm I think track, which I is a think good it's sign. eight. Yeah, I know. I have, I have to check the YouTube every single time that we do this to make sure I'm I'm getting it right in the stream information. But anyway, I'm Doctor Beaker, aka Michael, and this is my lovely co-host. I am Villa Rhino, aka Anthony, uh, aka uh, Babyface. I yeah. don't think anyone's ever called me Babyface ever, but you know, yeah. Don't let your dreams be dreams. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Is there a night mode on Google uh, Google Docs by chance? I don't. I don't think so. I think you're just gonna have to deal with a blinding white light in because, your face. My God, I'm so pale now. Are you wearing a hoodie? I am. Uh, you're wearing your headphones over your hoodie. I am, and I love this yeah. hoodie. I found this at Walmart, dude. This thing's sick. That is a pretty sick hoodie. It's I'm not lit. gonna lie to you. It says "Dreaming." Oh, is it a John Lennon hoodie? I don't know. I know I did. Is that a John Dreaming Tribal Core? That face <laughs> looks like. There's a lot to unpack. With yeah, this yeah. Hoodie, I just thought it. I thought it looked cool. I was like, "Hey, it's at Walmart. This is surprising. It's kind of cheap. Also, not really because I spent seventy dollars that day. But whatever, we're fine. It's okay." Ooh, those are okay. dollars. Those are dollars. Yeah, that I don't really. Am I? I'm just confused. I'm looking at myself. I'm getting confused at which way my hair is actually going. It's pissing me off. I hate the ref the like mirrored thing that happened. Yeah. On Right. So. Anyway, so how's everyone doing? I hope everyone's doing great and has had a good week so far. Yeah, exactly. I Fred. finally have had two days off in a row that I've been asking for for months now. God bless. Look so, good for you. Yeah, thankfully that happened because, good lord, it was awful. I, I took yesterday off because I um I just wanted to. <laughs> and um, Fair enough. The real reason was that um my girlfriend had been out of town working at an event and mm. it had been gone for like six days and I picked her up from the airport yesterday morning at like eight in the morning and I was like, Man, uh we haven't hung out in a week, so I'm gonna take the day off so we can hang out. Fair. Fair enough. And that's what I did. And yeah. it was a good time. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I have like ten time off requests for the next few months. Uh because I'm going to the studio with that band Notions. Or if their drummer doesn't show up, I'm going to track. And that's the 13th and the 14th. So I have those days off. Right and on. then I have a bunch off for other gigs and stuff. But it's weird because I put in some for September. And, and those got approved before the ones in August. So I don't know. But that's where we're at. So, you know, it's okay. Sure. 
corporate does corporate things i guess sure (laughs) that's that's fine yeah i've had a i've had a pretty uh wild week um with with the police gone i was basically on solo mando duty yeah and um mando is kind of a lot yeah so so having to handle it by myself was not ideal (laughs) um and i had to like program an hour into my day to leave work come home to walk and stuff so it was it was a lot of maneuvering around and kind of handling the day but gotcha you know it was it was it was doable to say the least yeah it's been a it's been an interesting uh past week at work uh with uh just people not doing their jobs and very important people not doing their jobs and uh Yeah, it's been it's been weird. Um I won't get too deep into the details of it, but uh yeah, it's been very odd and semi unpleasant. Are you trying to like not out the people doing you wrong? Well, mainly cuz it's the only person that's higher up than I am in our store. Oh. And uh yeah, it's not great, but um hopefully we have someone coming to fix that situation. Not necessarily make someone not have a job but like make them do their job better or else they won't have a job type thing that makes sense that's yeah. understandable yeah it's been rough uh me and my other store lead Braden, um have basically been running yeah. the store and it's uh, oh geez yeah and that you're not supposed to be doing that no what, do you understand? what we've talked about of your job opportunities and responsibilities no that's not. not how that's supposed to go i'm not yeah that's true that's a fact uh yeah it's been like I said, very interesting, but we'll get through it. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be a okay. I I have nothing but faith in. Yeah, me to too. Me honest. too. Me too. There we go. There we go. Look at us having faith, <laughs> believing in each other, supporting each other's dreams. Why? Why do I like have this weird? I don't know if it's the hoodie or what's going on, but I feel like I don't know what I'm doing right now. You're, you know, I keep <laughs> I have the show on on my other screen. And I keep looking at you, and it just it don't look right, dude. I, feel I don't like know I, what it is. I feel like I don't know what I'm. You, you know what it is? It's this light what? because we had to take out one of the, the things, the mm. plugins, so I could plug in my phone because I couldn't find another charge thing. So that's what it is. The ambience is off. Oh, also my e kit's not back there right now. That's also yeah. Thing. I was like, wait a minute, where? Yeah, yeah, where are your drums? Uh, I had to take them to a gig, which I hated so much. Um, Wait, you had to play your E-Kid at a gig? Yeah, it was a really, really small bar. Uh, it was for our vocalist's birthday show. So, like, I was like, you know what? It's a really small place. Like, it's going to be way too loud if I play my my actual kit. Sure. So I'll try it out. And I tried it out, and I hated it. So I'm God, never doing um, that again. So I had my kids do a um, a themed show where we are doing Michael Jackson versus Prince, right? Okay. And for a lot of the Prince music, we thought it'd be cool to put an electric drum set on stage and have the kids play both an electric kit and an acoustic kit at the same time. Yeah. It was not fun. Yeah. It was it was miserable, if I'll yeah. be honest with you. Um, God, electric kits are just not... like Unless it's like a Roland V kit and it's like a $3,000 electric kit or something. Yeah. And even then, it's like... Depends on the quality. It's questionable, you know? Like... That's the only situation where it's like starts to become serviceable. Yeah. Right? Um when you're when you're spending buku amounts of money on an electric kit. I did not enjoy my time. <laughs> um the first okay, so the first set was actually fine. Um uh-huh. but like I could tell like almost no one in the crowd could hear me specifically. 
because we were sure. pushing we were pushing me out of a uh one of the uh, like one of those acoustic 20 amps right. and and like we just we i had to crank my e kit all the way up we had to crank the speaker all the way up and it, it just didn't sound good um so right. i was dealing with that all night and i will say the first set was fine like i still had a good time still put on a show um second set was when uh when uh things started going bad um because uh-huh. uh no 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 disrespect to our guitarist but he's he's only been playing for not very long I don't know exactly how long, but not very long. And he was also having a few adult beverages. And uh, it just did not go great with that. And also, our manager showed up for our second set. And I was very unhappy about how that went with her there. (laughs) Wait, was this this the country band? Yeah. And your guitarist is, like, new? I I don't know how long he's been playing. He's definitely, like, decent. Um, sure, but like, I'm, not, I'm not trying to like go do into ribbing on the guy. No, 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 anything, no, no, no. absolutely just, not. He's a solid uh, guitar player. His he's just inexperienced when it comes to leads and um, uh, okay. like improving stuff. Um, so yeah, it was just it was a tough time. And like even he was like on stage, he was like, "Dude, my solos sound like shit." I was like, "They're not sounding great, man." Yeah, <laughs> like, but. You but know, I mean, I actually like it happens. I mean, it's not it that does, big of a it deal. Does happen, sure. I I just realized I played two gigs this weekend, and I haven't played like a gig in a minute. Yeah, it had been it had been a couple months, but I played two gigs on bass this weekend, and um, the first one was a pretty bad time. Yeah, okay. <laughs> just because it was in a really smoky, shitty dive bar, uh... and I'm not in a not fun part of town. But whatever, yeah. money is money, and that's fine. Yeah. Uh, and the second gig was actually a lot of fun. Um, it was a it was as a trio, so we, I made more money because instead of being like a five piece band, it was just a trio. Yeah. And um, it was at. Do you guys have World of Beer in Texas? I be- yes, I believe we do. Yes. Okay. It was at a world of beer, and what was cool about this world of beer is that they had a balcony or like a second floor that overlooked the entire bar, mm-hmm. and they didn't have a stage, but they put the band up there. Oh. And I made the smart decision to bring my forty watt bass amp instead of my two hundred watt bass amp. Good call. And I walked it up the stairs. I plopped it on the floor, and I played my gig on the second floor, separated from people who were unmasked <laughs> and gross. Yes. So I was really happy about that. Yes. And I played my gig, and I got free beer, and I went home. There you and go. That was it. You hey. know? If y'all want to know the way to cool. a, a musician's heart, free beer away from the gross people and, and pay them. Right. Give me money for yeah. my time. Yes. I will not play your shitty cover suggestions unless it's a song that's actually in our list, and then I'll make you think we're doing something special for you. Right, right, right. And and then if you're not paying me at least a buck twenty five, I'm not coming out. Like that's just <laughs> that's my minimum at this point, dude. Yeah, I uh so like so the band that I was a hired gun in uh, a while mm-hmm. back called Tough on Fridays, they're out of Georgetown, Texas. Okay. I I never like officially joined the band, so I was getting paid like per gig. And sure. I would get paid. I I I think I managed. I, I want to say before I left, I was at like two hundred bucks a gig. Nice. Um, for you know, and yeah, that's for like two or three hours, um, which is solid and and you know fine. Right. Um, and then I think depending on where it was, I would go like okay for like San Antonio gigs, I need like two fifty because that's another hour and a half that I have to drive type thing. Um, sure. But yeah, I remember right before I left, I tried to talk to the man their manager and be like, hey, like you know, I need a raise. And he was like, why? I was like, <laughs> that's always 
because I indicated for how the conversation because I I need more money. That's why. And he was like, well, I'm already doing this. I'm like, I know you are. I need more. And then that night I left the band. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds like it was like one of those final. Yeah, I mean, you know, and it's not because like their managers, their managers are really like, like weird, funny guy. And Mm -hmm. uh, I love it's all girl band, like besides me, obviously. But um, like, I love the girls like they're awesome. But yeah, it was just like one of those times where it's like, all right, well, it's it's that time. And I'm going to miss the money and playing with them. But, you know, here we are. And it's right. It's a day. So. You know when you gotta move on from there. You know? Yeah, that's yeah. Just, that's just how that goes. Yeah, and I stay in contact yeah. with them. They're they're good friends and everything. Nice, good. Deal. Okay, so on to the first segment, our music history of the day. Yeah. Wait. Okay. Can uh, you do me a quick favor? I can do you as many quick favors as you want. Can, can you raise your face cam a tiny bit? Oh, uh, I can't do that. No, okay. just kidding. Yeah, give me a second. Give me a second. Like, just so, just so your face is more center in the frame. I'm glad I made him do this. I think we're good. I think we're good. The other part is since I have to go over to it, like there's some guesswork involved in where it should be. No, it looks vertically. great. Looks great. Oh, yeah? We're looks good? Great. We're good. Okay. Nailed it. All it's right, just like the, the top, like half of your hair was getting cut off and it just, it was bothering me. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, my hair looks like shit right now, so I'm okay with my hair getting cut off. Um, <laughs> no, it looks, it I, looks nice. I, I like the, the free flow raggedy look. Well, I appreciate that one of us does. <laughs> I'm going to throw one extra thing into our music history thing. Um, Absolutely. I'm going to throw one thing in at the beginning, and then I'm going to throw one thing in after what happened in 87. And Absolutely. It'll all, it'll all make sense as to why, okay? Okie so, dokie. Got it. Today in 1963, uh, James Hetfield, uh, lead vocalist and rhythm guitarist for the band Metallica, was born. Oh, born. Born. Oh, today, today, that today is his birthday. Wait, what year? 1963. Oh, 63. I thought you said 73. I was like, there's no shot. This dude is born in 73 and younger than my dad. But yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. Born born in 63. Well, happy birthday, Mr. James Hetfield. I know you're listening and you know, we appreciate what you've done for us musically, even though saying anger is questionable, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll let that slide. I don't know why anyone would have any problem with the St. Anger snare tone. I don't know why. I think it's perfect. I think it is the best engineered record ever recorded, said no one ever. Yeah, you know, well, you know what's funny, actually? I, uh, I, I went and listened to it again, and it's... Oh, why? I just wanted to make sure, because <laughs> it's been like... <laughs> It's been like ten years, okay. Okay. I just right. wanted to be like, there's, it's, it can't be that bad, right? Was it? Was it that bad? It was pretty fucking bad, man. But yeah. let me let me tell you, from what my memory served me, it wasn't that bad. It's you know, pre- I don't think I don't think I can name a single song on Saint Anger. You just did, honestly. Oh fuck! <laughs> that, that doesn't count, and you know it. It's okay. I can't either. It's okay. That's the only one that I know. And Saint is the only one. Yeah, man. So I, I, I did. Let's go listen to that. And it is. It's terrible. It's really, really bad. Um, it's, it's pretty fucking bad. I just, I, I, I want to know who made that. It had to have been Lars, right? Like, is he, I've heard it, he's kind of a dick, like in the studio. Like, it had to have been him. 
You know, it's it's like one of those things where you think about the through the years how many um how many studio blunders, like blunders a band can have without tanking their career. How did Metallica have like four studio blunders and not ruin their career? <laughs> You know, I don't know. <laughs> uh, between between like and Justice for All having no base at yeah. all, like yeah. zero base. Um, yeah, Saint Anger just existing as a record. Um, yeah. Um, the uh, not load reload reload was fucking bad. Um, and, hey man, and, and Death Magnetic made me sad. Hey man, so. th- your fan base does a lot for you when they believe in you and put out a few bad records, they're going to be like, hey, we just won't hear them live, and we're okay with right. that. So right. yeah, and I, I get that. that. That's that's understandable, but also, like, what the fuck? Also, I guess they did have all of those blunders later into their career. Philly, so. Philly Pepe, I am not getting old. I am 24. Thank you. You're, I, like, you are still closer to 20 than you are to 30. You gotta ride that high while you can, dude. Yeah, exactly. I don't know why he's saying I'm getting old. I, just, I might have gray hair you. every once in a while, but that's not because of my age. Okay. Just wait. Just wait till you get to say that you have gray hairs, plural. I oh, I do. Ask my girlfriend. Oh, okay. It's bad. Okay. It's it's like all like the sides. Hey, yo, of my Lex, hair. where you at? I'm gonna <laughs> at Lex in the chat. I don't even know tell me where the. I don't even know she's where the gray that. hair is. Oh, okay. Um, that's but fair. uh, yeah, it's like the sides. It's it's not great. Um, anyway. Uh, okay, I'm gonna let you read the next one, the the 73, because I want to read the 85 and the 87. Okay, that's fine. Well, now we will trade off. That okay. that is okay with me. Uh, okay. So today in the music in 1973, Mr. Stevie Wonder released his 16th studio album, Inner Visions. Wonder played all or virtually all the instruments on six of the nine tracks on the album. Singles from the album were Higher Ground, Living for the City, and He's Mr. Know-It-All, which Higher Ground is probably my favorite Stevie Wonder Dude, tune. Dude, Higher Ground is amazing. Higher Ground is a certified banger. Certified? Um, yeah. Certified. No doubt about it. Um, As you can see from it being his 16th studio album, he's had a few of those. just a genius, honestly. Like, yeah. Um, Stevie Wonder... Lexus is here, by the way. Oh, yay. The more the merrier. <laughs> and she said but, uh, there. Like the thing about C V Wonder is he has such a, a robust understanding of higher level music theory, but he yeah. still makes like catchy music more than more than anything else. Yeah. Um like he is very much like uh, you can get into his deeper cuts like stuff like contusion, which is not pop sensible in any capacity, but it's still really good. But a lot like even stuff like like Higher Ground, for example, that song is very much just for a pop audience, and it's cool because of. Oh yeah, but he, but you know, the guy can bust down some chops if he needs to. Oh yeah, it's always. Impressive. As long, hey, as long as he's got the head shake, I'm down. You know, <laughs> that's the that's all he needs for you. Yes, yes, it's the it's head, fantastic. Um, right, real quick, uh, Philly Paper asked, guys, have you thought about doing a video game music episode? I uh, I haven't thought about it. I don't know if you have, but it'd probably be a good episode. I haven't thought about it until now. It'd be interesting to special to to fit it in, because um, we've kind of shifted the flow of the show a little bit over the right. last couple of weeks. Um, but something that I wanted to talk to you about, and we can kind of workshop this, not right now, but down the line, is um, I want to start doing like mini sodes where we could talk about just like a certain very specific thing. Because we used to do hour long deep dive episodes, and those were great, right? But 
and they weren't really like they just didn't really match the vibe that we wanted to do you know right like we could take we could take uh we could take some time and do like a short mini soda we could use it to post onto other platforms and stuff and do it on like video game music for a day that would be really cool um yeah. i would be super down with that let's talk about the idea more down the line uh Feli pepe i see your suggestions in the chat those are all great i love all of those soundtracks mm -hmm. so we should definitely we should definitely do that yeah for sure um also doom their new out the new oh for the new doom. doom new doom deserves oh. a whole week of oh episodes. man okay okay we won't get into that okay oh man i just i get giddy thinking about that freaking soundtrack it's so good okay it so, is very good uh on this day in 1985 tears for fears started a three-week run at number one on the u.s singles chart with shout the duo's second u.s number one i fucking love tears for fears they're so good my band used to cover Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Ooh. And uh, it was not good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, it was a lot of fun to play. And what was right. really sad is we spent like a month working it out. And we had this really cool arrangement where we went to this almost like Latin break in the middle where the guitar solo happens. Okay. And it was, it was very cool. Like we all really liked it. And then we played it out for the first time because we tried to include a cover in all of our original sets. And we were playing in this room, uh, this place called Underground's Coffee House. Really, yeah. really tiny venue. Um, and they had no lights. Okay. So it was pitch black. Uh, okay. <laughs> and playing guitar in the dark is hard, by yeah. the way. <laughs> yeah. So um, I made a lot of mistakes. And the <laughs> bass player made a lot of mistakes. And the drummer, not realizing we were making mistakes because, you know, he's back there doing his thing, decided to not only play it in a Latin groove, he decided to play it as a Latin groove in 7-8. And it was just, it was a disaster across the board because oh, we had not man. rehearsed that. Yeah, it was a, it was a thing. <laughs> it was very, very cool. I tell yeah, you what. Yeah, it's one of those moments where you're like, you know what? This was much better in theory. Right. And uh, in right. practice and execution, not great yeah i've been just, there um, it didn't translate well we had a really we had a lot of ideas for how it should translate and it didn't i still love yeah. tears for fears i still love that song and i love shout dude but um, i i think i i think i mentioned this to you oh yeah i did when we were talking about uh, uh record store day national record store day or yes. whatever it was yes, 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 yes. that i've been looking for songs from the big chair for like years and i still haven't found right because i'm trying really? to find it i've tried i'm trying to find it like in the wild you know quote unquote trying to find it organically right I'm and i don't want to order it, it online um, cause that's lame. I do the same thing for Funko Pops, except for a couple of them that I have, but, uh, yeah, I fucking love that band and they're so good. And like, uh, I wish I could see them. I what is your favorite tears for fear song? Uh, I mean, everybody wants to rule the world is a great one. Um, I don't, hold on. Let me, okay. This is going to take some tears, tears, songs. Okay. Let me go to that album. Okay. Asking the real question. Yeah. Real investigative journalist. Okay. I mean, yeah. So it would be it would have to be either Shout or or Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Actually, Everybody Wants to Rule the World was my is still my uh like if someone donated money to me on Twitch, mm -hmm. but no one's ever donated money to me on Twitch. <laughs> so I so I've never heard it <laughs> while I was live. Um, but yeah, it's probably those two. I remember when I first heard Shout, um, because mm -hmm. like I, I I only found them like 
shoot, probably six or seven years ago. Really? Yeah. And I, I was just on YouTube and like, I just saw this song and I was like, you know what? I'll listen to it. And it was shout. And I was like, Oh my God, this is it's so fucking good. amazing. And then, you know, um, I just went on a whole rabbit hole on a tear and just like kind of dug through it. Now I get that. Um, my favorite choice for sphere song. Um, you know, I heard the cover that got really popular before I heard the original, um, their song mad world. Right. Uh, I heard the the Gary Jules cover, of course, which is all like somber and sad piano. They did yeah. it for Gears of War, whatever, and I thought that was really cool. And then I went and listened to the original. I was like, well, why would you change it? <laughs> the original is so good. <laughs> true, true. You know, um, I love I love that cover, but I have such a soft spot for the original. Yeah, no, it's just I mean that those those guys as a whole were are I mean and still are very talented. Like it's funny because. Yeah. They um they had a huge falling out like a while ago. Really? Oh yeah, like they they didn't like see each other for years cuz they just like were so pissed off at each other. Okay. And then I think I want to say like right before 2010 or maybe right after, I don't remember exactly. They they like performed together again and it was awesome. Um oh, sick. I, I, I want to say they I don't think they still are, but I I think they toured for a little bit after the like revival and then after that maybe they stopped gotcha okay so that that would make sense i mean so many bands just like have to take a break at times you know? yeah yeah for sure oh, it's understandable um okay um, so 1987 good def year. leopard good, great year <laughs> def leopard released their fourth studio album hysteria which became their best selling selling albums a date selling over 20 million copies worldwide title of the album album was thought up by drummer rick allen relating to his experiences during the time of his car accident and the worldwide media coverage that followed. Yeah. I love Def Leppard. I absolutely mm-hmm. love Def Leppard. I always have. I've, I, my dad showed me Def Leppard when I was like eight, I think. And it was, okay. the, it was the vaults record that had like all the hits. Right. Um, and then I saw the movie about Def Leppard when I was like 12 and mm-hmm. boy, did I not know what happened to that drummer uh, oh. until the movie. And so like, you know, I'm watching it and like, you know, the guy who's playing Rick Allen is driving around with his girlfriend doing coke and like a Corvette around these hills and stuff. Right. Right. <laughs> and then they get in this insanely terrible wreck and flip like 20 times. And I think I think she survived. I'm pretty sure she did. But he yeah. wakes up and his arm is just gone. Right. Like just, it, it's 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 not there. It's just know. gone. It, yeah, it's just not there. Um, So I was like, you know, 12 year old me. Like, oh, no, he's the drummer. What's going to happen? And sure enough, uh, the guy was smart enough to, I mean, it took him a while because he was in. Hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, hold go on, ahead, go ahead. I I need that voice one more time. What, the 12-year-old one? It's, yeah, can you can you finish this segment in your 12-year-old voice? What yeah, do I have sure. to give you to make that happen? Uh, okay. Money. <laughs> money? All right, money. I'll, I'll give you, I will donate $10 to your stream. No, you don't have after to. This. Okay, anyway, so I saw that happen, and then it was like, man, he's the drummer. How is he going to? uh recover from this um i I'm, i can't it's not worth it it's not <laughs> worth it the bit isn't worth it <laughs> oh my god what the fuck dude? <laughs> you know what's... sorry it, that just caught me off guard i need to run with it for a minute you know what's really sad is that like when i like before i hit puberty there's a mm-hmm. recording of me talking to my little brother and okay. it's like obviously you know you're talking in a baby voice so your voice goes higher 
oh my god dude it was so high like i can't describe how bad it was silver six with the sub the subbies thank you the subby wubbies we appreciate you man thank you very much um but yeah so uh i I was he 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 suffered some turmoil as you would as a drummer from losing your arm uh for a while but he eventually kind of figured out a way to play the snare and everything you know a lot of other things with his left foot and then Mm -hmm. play the kick with his right foot and then he would just switch between his feet and his right arm with cymbals and toms like right i mean it's it's that's a whole different talent in and of itself. Like when it comes to being a drummer, but I mean, yeah. So Def Leppard's great. Rick Allen's great. I love him. He's a, he's an absolute I actually, gem. Just for the sake of, of looking into it. I looked up a picture of his drum set from like one of their more tours. Yeah. From like 2015, I think. And it's, uh, it's cool as shit. Cause he uses a lot of like foot based triggers and pedals, like you were saying, mm-hmm. but seeing the combination of everything, like, Okay, let me see. It's it's cool as shit. Oh yeah, yeah. That's actually way more consolidated than it used to be. Um, mm-hmm. like when he like when he first started doing it. Do you remember the the e kit pads that were like octagons? Yes, and the they were massive. One. Yeah, he like had a million of those. <laughs> so it was much less consolidated, but technology and everything, you know, makes it way right. more easy. But yeah, I mean, it's it's super awesome. I'm um, sure it's like half of those are velocity sensitive and he control it how he wants. To, oh yeah. Know? It's I'm yeah. I'm, I'm sure, especially with how, how e-kits are now that yeah. thing probably sounds super high tech. See, that's the e-kit you take out to a gig. Yeah, so. exactly. Even if you have that's, two arms, that's different. Even if you have two arms, <laughs> you take that e-kit. Yeah. To a gig. I'd rather take that one than what I did. So yeah, but no, I mean, Def Leppard is, um, so I have an uncle who I love him, but he's kind of a piece of shit. Okay. Um, just worth mentioning, and um, because I remember when I was a teenager and I got into like Metallica and, and right. Megadeth, etc. Right, like Big Four. I was really getting into right. Big Four. I I had a Metallica T-shirt, and I went to a family function, and I was wearing my Metallica T-shirt, and he uh he comes up to me, he's like, "Why are you listening to that fucking D-Gen stoner metal shit? <laughs> the only good rock band is Def Leppard." And oh that memory God. lives in my brain all the time. Rent free. Rent, Rent free. free. And you know, like, he doesn't listen to, to any rock music aside from Def Leppard, apparently. Yeah. But it's kind of <laughs> worth mentioning, you know, like, if he's really, really into Def Leppard, like, hey, man, they they were talented enough to kind of cross into the boundary of other styles of music. I guess. Yeah. Um, but I I don't know. I just, I don't. Talking about Def Leppard unlocked that memory. No, that's fantastic. Me. That's fantastic. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, I'm interjecting one more thing in our Today in History thing, and then we'll have one more, and then we'll move on to current events. Oh, yeah, okay? I forgot. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So today, in 1991, Metallica hosts a listening party for the Black Album, their self-titled album. Okay. And this is relevant to something we're going to talk about later it is. in the show. It is, but it's kind of like on the subject of realizing that today was also James Hetfield's birthday. They were hosting their self-titled albums listening party on their lead singer's birthday. Oh, that's and very that's cool. pretty cool. That's um, very cool. Kurt Cobain and Chris, what's his face from Nirvana? Nova Selleck. Nova Selleck. That's is it. I want to say Nova Kane, and I knew that was wrong. Also, it is Christ. Oh, it is Christ. 
Yes, the I always forget. Chris compels you. <laughs> I did a report on Nirvana when I was at music school in uh, Waco, and okay. it was over Nirvana. It, it was over a book that Kurt Cobain wrote, uh-huh. and like I was talking about Nirvana, and I definitely didn't read the book, and I definitely didn't try on this project. Uh, Very good. So I bullshitted my whole report, and I was like in front of the class reading, and fucking of course, there's this girl Ryan who just happens to be the apparently fucking world's biggest nirvana fan and oh. i'm sitting there talking and i say chris novasov and she goes actually it's chris and i go okay thank you for the correction ryan appreciate it thank you anyway um so blah 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 and then i'm like well and then they uh were going to perform at the you know whatever's but dave girl didn't want to because kurt wouldn't be there and she goes actually they did perform you could i was like hey ryan shut the, shut fuck, the up. fuck up <laughs> <laughs> thank you for your yeah, input. did you did you uh did you write this report? No? Then shut the fuck up. This isn't uh you don't get to this isn't a two-way conversation. Stop participating. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> it's not a participation class. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. In the words of hate... in the words of Bo Burnham. Yeah. <laughs> um God. That's kind of the worst. I'm sorry you had to deal with that. Nah, it's okay. And yeah, uh, it really sucked because it like made me made everyone realize like, oh, he didn't like work on this at all <laughs> i mean you know i, I passed no and, into this i passed hey, and was fine that's what matters but, you know you passed. Yeah, fucking Ryan C's get degrees that's it dude i don't even think i got a C. I think i got like a b plus or an a but i don't know yeah you're a fucking you're a pro gamer college student We're ryan good. ryan couldn't prevent me from getting that grade fuck you ryan fuck you ryan if you're listening <laughs> you're probably listening stupid stupid ryan <laughs> Um, yeah, so that was, I just wanted to interject with that thing from 91 yeah, about, no, that makes sense. about listening party. And yeah, because it'll be relevant later. Okay, so last one for music history of the day. In 2007, Queen guitarist Brian May handed in his astronomy PhD thesis. Yes, you heard that right. Astronomy PhD thesis. 36 years after abandoning it, abandoning it to join the band. May had recently carried out observational work in Tenerife, where he studied the formation of zodiacal dust clouds. You know, genius. So, yeah, a lot of people know that that Brian May was um was like an ast- an astronomist before he joined Queen, and he ditched that career to to yeah. do the the to be in one of the pro- biggest rock bands to ever exist. To be yeah. one of the biggest rock bands to ever exist, right? <laughs> low key. Um low key. But I don't think people realize um how fucking involved astronomy is. Um Yeah. Astronomy is literally astrophysics. Mm-hmm. Like I I took a um a, an astronomy class my freshman year of college cuz like, oh, I needed a physical science and I thought it would be fun. And I regretted my choice very much because <laughs> it was it was literally measuring like the gravitational pull of planets and calculating it based on mass and astronomical yeah. units apart from other planets. Yeah. And it was like the intro to astronomy class. I can't imagine having a PhD in fucking astrophysics. Bro. I want to read the thesis. I I don't think I could. I <laughs> hey, I'm big dum dum. Most of those words are gonna mean nothing to me, but I want to read it because I love space. Okay, Ryan May thesis. <laughs> I'm sure. Oh no, I'm sure I can find it. Oh, but I found like, it. 
Yeah, I found I, the PDF if you want it. Here. Yes, send it to me. I'll I'll I'll, I'll, I'll give you a. In, I'll post it in the chat. Here, anybody I'll, wants to read about this astrophysics? I'll give the I'll give the chat next. a a personal cliff notes next next podcast. That'll be the whole episode. Is me going over the, over the bullet points of Brian May's PhD thesis in astronomy. It's two hundred and fifty six <laughs> pages long. <laughs> A survey of radial velocities in the zodiacal dust cloud. Brian I think I need, Harold I think I need to start another podcast. Just reading this. <laughs> That's the whole show. Yeah. I want to. Oh, there's an abstract. Hold on. I want to read this abstract out loud and see how much of it fucking makes sense. Okay. Can we do that real yes, quick and please. then move on? Yes, please. Okay. I'm listening very intently. All right. Abstract. This thesis documents the building of a pressure-scanned Fabry-Perot spectrometer equipped with a photomultiplier and pulse-counting electronics and its deployment at the Observatorio del Tierde at Izania in Tenerife at an altitude of 7,700 feet for the purpose of recording high-resolution spectra of the zodiacal light. The aim was to achieve the first systematic mapping of the MGI absorption line in the night sky as a function of position and heliocentric coordinates covering especially the plane of the ecliptic for a wide variety of elongations from the sun. More than 250 scans. Oh, there's more. Oh, God, there's more. (laughs) It's not done. I'm like, I'm not even a third of the way in, dude. It's, uh... It's yeah, I don't even know if it's worth finishing because hey, it just gets go worse. Go ahead, go me. ahead and read that first sentence real quick. The very first the sentence. The very first the sentence, whole... yeah. Read it read it again. Okay. This thesis documents the building of a pressure scanned Fabry Perro spectrum. You lost me there. It, yeah. Equipped with a <laughs> photo mold. It's that's there's like four commas in the sentence. As, as uh, everything you read after that was just me thinking about what the fuck, whatever that is. So I know what a spectrometer is. I know what a spectrometer know what a, is. I don't know what a Fabry Perro spectrometer is. Exactly. <laughs> just, you lost me there, man, and it was just downhill from yeah. there. You know, this is the guy who built his own guitar, and I was a big deal at the time. Yeah. You know? I, I, moral of the story: Brian May, absolute genius when it comes to uh, astro uh, astronomy. I almost said astrophysics, but that's not it. Uh, astronomy and guitar playing and songwriting. So yeah. Thank Just you, Brian. The board. I know you're listening. How... So thank you yeah. for that. Very cool, Brian. Wow. Very cool. Way to go. Very cool. Way to go. That fucking abstract, dude. It's. <laughs> oh, you want to know what's fucked up? Apparently, this was a 37 year long study. Well, yeah, because he probably was doing it the entire time he was in the band. Jesus. <laughs> it, I mean, look, yeah, 36 years after abandoning it to join the band. That's yeah, when he. I that's mean, when he submitted it. Yeah, you're right. So he must have that been. Makes sense. He started a year before Queen started, and then was like, "All right, well, I guess I just gotta." So I looked up what the zodiacal light is. Yeah. And it's uh, it's actually really cool looking. It's like everybody has seen a picture of this, but I didn't know that it had a name. Uh, you should Google this when you have a zodiacal anyway. light. Zodiacal light. Yeah, this is like I think this is almost like the default uh Ooh. called uh Maxwell. Whoa. What's up, honey? Babe just walked in the room. Hello. I'm gonna let you look at that picture and I'm gonna make sure everything's cool. Give me a second. Okay. Uh so since he's gonna be gone for a second, I'll go ahead and just show you guys this.
It's a butte. It's a butte, dude. It's a butte. All right. Okay, so moving on. We are moving, moving to on. music news of the week. And I wanted to start with this one. I'm sure you've read it already. Uh, because. Oh, my God. I, uh, because. Exactly. Oh my because. God. So. Country artist. Wait. Hold on. He yeah, the, the ad is preventing me. Country artist Chase Rice declares the pandemic is over. If you We're don't free. think so, move on. Good job, Chase. Good job. I'm glad you ended the pandemic for us. Fucking who? I'm sorry. Chase Rice is who? Because I've never heard of him. He said the pandemic's over, dude. You can see in the notes I put who Megalol. Yeah, <laughs> because uh, I just wanted to stress the fact of who the fuck is Chase Rice? I don't know. Some fucking country artists who think that the pandemic is over. N wrong, sir. It is not over. It is very much still going. In fact, it's getting worse. I have a girlfriend who works in the fucking hospital in a COVID unit. It's not over. Oh, I didn't realize that, that Alexis works in the COVID unit. Oh, well, she flips back and forth between like the normal side and the COVID side. But yes, she uh, she deals with it every single fucking day. Chase Rice. Wrong, sir. Um, not over. So today, Florida broke a fun record. Okay. Florida broke the record for the most people or the most new cases confirmed in a three-day period. Which At was like how many? Like Sixty-five thousand. Like sounds, one sounds like Florida, and two. Oh, he's also man. not allowing schools to continue with a mask mandate, and school starts in sixteen days for kids. Awesome, can't wait. And uh, yeah, love it. You know, we're gonna send all the children to school on a mask strongly suggested mandate. Strongly and then all the kids who have conservative or COVID denier parents are going to peer pressure and bully the other kids into taking them off. And then we're going to have kids with COVID and it's going to be fucking awesome. Yeah. Can't wait for that. Can't Love wait that. for that to happen. And guys like Chase Rice are definitely not helping. Uh, Chase Rice, I hope you listen to this. Fuck you. Yeah. Chase Rice. Literally uh, fuck you. Literally. Who the fuck are you? I don't know. I, your music. I, I hope your music is not good, but if it is, that's unfortunate because it has a very small brain behind it, and we know that you aren't writing it. So, like, listen, like, I, trauma. I, I go ahead know. and clip it. Post it. Tag him. I don't fucking care. Post it. Yeah, tag I, him. Tag him on Twitter. Dude, I'm not the fucking. I'm never gonna be the person to say that I know more than a scientist, right? <laughs> and and I and there's been so much like with how COVID has been handled up until this point, and it was handled initially, whatever. And it was like <laughs> some of it was kind of sussy, you know. I was never a COVID denier. But I was like, man, maybe there's a lot of sensationalism happening here. But um, after losing three family members to COVID, like yeah. that, that, that fucking cleared up real quick. You want to know how I could tell that Billboard does God. not give a shit about this? Is because it's a two paragraph article. Yeah, <laughs> it's not even. It's a blurb. Dude. It's literally. I could. I could. I could. Like, this is something a twelve year old could write in five minutes. Not oh, saying, not God. saying Billboard like didn't. Well, I, I will say they probably didn't try because they were like, we're just gonna make sure that people know he's fucking insane, and yeah, we're gonna put two paragraphs on this. Um, yeah. So uh, again, Chase Rice, go fuck yourself. You're wrong. Um, tag him. Yeah, at Chase Rice. At Chase right. Rice. 
Now here's some news that's tragic for a completely different reason. And you know exactly. this came this came out the day after our last show, I think. Right? It did. I, I I messaged that to you the day after our last show. I can't fucking believe it, dude. We just have like the worst fucking luck with this shit sometimes. I know. Fuck. <clears throat> so uh last Wednesday, ZZ Top bassist Dusty Hill is pronounced dead at age seventy-two. Uh, he is survived by his family and other ZZ Top members, Billy Gibbons and Frank Beard. Um, what's important to me about all of this is that um, apparently on his deathbed, like in his final moments, Dusty Hill made went out of his way to like plead that the band continue working on music and oh, performing wow. and doing things, which is... Yeah rare you know um yeah apparently the exact quote was the show must go on yeah and that's i mean hey man he it's uh, for a band like zz top it's kind of one of those bands that like they're all super old dudes right like yeah besides the you know i mean it it doesn't it makes sorry it makes sense that he would want people to still be able to hear their music um especially in a live capacity especially with like the past year, you know, even though it might not be the safest thing, um, you know, when the time comes to where it is safe again, which who knows when that's going to be. I, I imagine that he's really going to want them to still be able to play and, uh, you know, put the music out to the people. Right. Man, like people don't give ZZ Top enough credit. Oh, no, definitely not. Like that band fucking rips. <laughs> True. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think so the day that I saw that happen, someone was playing ZZ Top at work, and I was just oh. like, "Good on you, man." I mean, it was yeah. it was they definitely knew about it. Like, sure, it wasn't, it wasn't an accident. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I feel like, and this is just kind of like a like a, an aside thought to all of this. I think we're gonna have more of these kind of things in our show going forward. Um, because a lot of our heroes, um speaking for both of us here beaker are just classic rock musicians and oh, yeah. they're all getting old yeah you know they're they're getting old and there's no guarantee that their health is gonna be preserved you know yeah <clears throat> uh they lived the rocks since the uh, the rock star lifestyle and that's a lot of drugs and alcohol and not sleeping and taking care of yourself i'd imagine that unless your name is mick jagger you're not gonna live forever yeah i don't know how he got past that but he somehow has um mick jagger will live to see the end of the world and he'll just like I, on it's it's like, gonna oh, be actually immortal it's gonna be him and betty white <laughs> like they're both just gonna walk to the stars holding hands as the world explodes and they're just gonna be like ha ah, joke's on you we could never die and so uh but yeah so condolences to uh dusty hill's family and friends and the band for sure um mm -hmm. our thoughts and prayers go out to them very much so we're sorry for your loss he was a fantastic freaking bass player and uh definitely gonna be missed man for sure absolutely absolutely <clears throat> rest in peace and much love to all those affected mm -hmm. yeah. um but... on on a on a happier note for sure uh <laughs> got another mark hoppus cancer update um yeah <clears throat> tom delonji uh kind of did a little interview blurb thing and he said that the cancer is quote-unquote disappearing so yay very good nice. very that good is, news it's 100 percent makes you very uh, happy to hear <clears throat> I'm wondering, uh, you know, because obviously the, the Blink-182 members kind of started to have their differences when Tom was, like, not in the band anymore, and they did they replaced him with the guy from Alkaline Trio, and 
et right. et cetera, et cetera. And Tom DeLonge went off the rocker with alien shit. And... Right. <clears throat> but I wonder if, like, this kind of thing will, pers- like, motivate or inspire an original lineup Blink reunion. Of I, thought, I thought they already have. Have they? I thought Tom was, like, already performing with them again. I've, I'm pretty sure it's still been... Uh, what's I could name? be wrong. I could have swore I've seen that. Not that, like, he's, like, back-back, but, like, he's performed with them in the recent past. Sure. Perhaps. Could be the case. <clears throat> uh, I am sure, though, honest. But I would like to see that. I would like to see a day where Blink-182 oh, yeah. tours as their original lineup. Absolutely. Because the only time I've seen Blink-182 was um, with... Uh, God, why can't I remember his name? Alkali... <laughs> Trio. Matt Skiba. Matt Skiba. Matt Skiba. Gotcha. Yeah, um, I li- I thought Matt Skiba did a very good job when I saw them. Um, it was a very good show. But I mean, this is and you know, honestly, the thing for me that makes me not super sad that Tom is gone is Tom's voice is so different now. I we will never have nasally whiny punk yeah. Tom ever again. Yeah. You know. <laughs> True. Like, like Mark's voice has not changed, but Tom, Tom, like, got singing lessons at some point, I guess. Yeah. And learned that he can't just, his way through the songs anymore, you know? I mean, he, he probably could. I'm sure he could figure it out. <laughs> everyone, <laughs> everyone, question? everyone has a Tom DeLonge uh, impression. I'd be surprised if Tom DeLonge can't do Tom DeLonge anymore, you know? Hey, mom, there's something <laughs> in the back room. Exactly. Like, everyone knows. <clears throat> but yeah, uh, you, so yeah, you good, just talk only through your nose. <laughs> good news. God. Good news. Mark Office Cancer is quote unquote disappearing. It makes me very happy to hear. Um, so let's hope for better or not better, uh, more good news to come in the following weeks for this podcast. For sure. For sure. This is just a, a Mark Hoppus uh cancer update podcast now. That's yeah. the whole show. Yeah. Every week. Yep. And it's a shame that there aren't millions of people watching to get this update if they didn't know. Yeah. But, right. you know, one day, one day, we'll get there. Joe Rogan, we're we coming will. for you. We're coming for Joe Rogan. Oh, we're by the way, the top spot, huh? I, just, I just remembered I wanted to put out a hot take. Oh, okay. A, a very hot take has nothing to do with music. It is food-related. Ooh, ooh, this will be good. Lexus knows what's coming because I mentioned this to her. Pizza rolls. Trauma, trauma. Get ready to clip it. He's not here. Someone get ready to clip it. Pizza rolls. Dog shit, D tier snack food, like like Tostinos. Yeah. Oh, Oh, hundred percent agree, dude. Oh, thank goodness, dude. You know, W. You know, I I um, I have. You know, you're a braver man than I for saying that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, I've had this thought for a while, but I just keep seeing memes about it's... like everyone loving pizza rolls on Twitter, and I'm like, man, like they're so maybe... fucking just subpar. Dude, Maybe I just don't get it, you know? Like, <laughs> I don't understand the cultural significance of Lexus this. says we're I'm losing, never watching. We're losing viewers, man. <laughs> you know what? It's my girlfriend. She's going to watch it, okay? I, it will be fine. We'll be fine. Like, don't get me wrong. If there's nothing else, I'll eat some pizza rolls, I guess. But, like, I'm not remember, even there. I'd rather starve. Two years ago, um, Elise and I moved in together into our first apartment. 
and we're buying groceries and we bought pizza rolls, right? Because she's like, oh, we should buy pizza rolls. And I was like, yeah, I, I guess. And, you know, I had this opinion that maybe pizza rolls aren't that great at that point. But I figured, fuck it. Like, I don't want to create a rift in the household first moving in together, right? <laughs> so we go to the grocery store. We buy the fucking pizza rolls. We pop them bitches in the oven and we make them. And I'm like, all right, bottoms up. Let's have a pizza roll. And I hated it immediately. It's terrible. They're so <laughs> bad. Just, like, the cheese tastes fake. Because it Cause probably it is. is. Just get a fucking yeah. pizza hot pocket. Uh, be an adult. Yeah. Be an adult and get a pizza hot pocket. Be an you, adult and eat a hot pocket. Exactly. Because like instead of eating a bite-sized temperature of the sun fucking terrible snack, you have something that is actually a human size able to eat. And it's the shape of something that you put in your mouth. God, it's bad. And it just doesn't make any sense to me, man. Cancel them. You know, I had a friend in high school who would salt his pizza rolls. Oh, Jesus. And it was, it was like the <laughs> grossest thing I've ever had. Honestly. Oh. Oh God! Like it, there was no, there was no. Is he okay? It was, is he okay I now? I don't know. I haven't, I haven't talked to him in a couple oh, of years, man. Man, uh, I but hope it, he's okay. But they, they were salty as it was, dude. It's so bad, man. So you'd pop the bitches out of the oven and grab his thing of Morton salt and just go, yeah. And I was like, what is happening? <laughs> like, let me get some more salt on this 800 milligrams of sodium pizza roll. Like. <laughs> God. Okay. Uh, moral that's of the story. American, then that's fine. I'm okay with being un-American for hating pizza rolls. I mean, know? America sucks at this point anyway. Who cares? <laughs> okay. So I don't Inter know if this counts as the interactive chat portion. You know, actually, for anybody who's listening, what is your favorite snack food? And tell me why it's not pizza rolls. I yeah. need to know. Lexus, you don't count because we know where you're going with this. And if you're listening at home over the internet, however this is getting to your ear holes, uh, let us know on the Twitter or the Instagram or whatever social media you prefer what your favorite pizza roll is. I'm going to put up a poll about this on our Twitter later tonight. I, hey, I know. we have access to the Sound of Fire Twitter, so... We're going to yeah. conduct some research and see if maybe we're crazy, you know? We're not, but sure. We're not. You know. You know what it is. We're gonna set it so you can only reply if you've uh, like responded to a poll that you don't like pizza rolls. We're gonna fudge the numbers we're a gonna, little bit we're here. Gonna, we're gonna put. We're gonna restrict replies with pizza rolls in it so that they can't tweet it. Exactly. Uh, we're gonna at pizza rolls. Just tell them they're bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, please let us know on the internet how you feel about pizza rolls and other snack foods. Anthony, a, phlebot a phlebotomist is somebody who conducts like blood work, right? Yeah, uh, she asks you that because I didn't know. Uh, oh, don't bully my boy. Yeah, don't man. massacre my boy. Come on. Yeah, she first I... you like pizza rolls, then you're bullying Beaker <laughs> on the show. What the fuck? <laughs> what is this? Yeah, man. Like I, how? Listen, I am not a medical professional, as we've figured out many times already. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I'm not really a professional anything, honestly, just a big old dummy. And just the fact that she was so hurtful in her response to me, uh, not knowing what a phlebotomist is, it's not fair. Okay. Do you, do you, do you need a hug beaker? Uh, sh yes. Okay. I'm gonna, so I don't know if I have a hug emote, but I'm going to try. No, there we go. <laughs> I put it in the chat. There you go. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, she bullied me and we asked others, obviously we asked my dad, my dad is freaking smart as hell. So he knew, but mm -hmm. 
I'm pretty sure I thought it was something to do with flowers. Now, I don't know if that is because uh, botanist is close to the uh, suffix. Okay. Right. Um, but it makes sense, right? Flowers, phlebotomist. Yeah, Thoughts? I could see. I could see flowers being Thank the you. translation there. You know, I could see your logic. You know what I? You know, <laughs> you know what I said the word should have been the other night. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready for this. You know, I'm watching your reaction on the show, and you can't even get the words out. I don't know if I'm ready for this. So we. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! I, so they draw blood, right? Yeah. A bladrotomist. Oh, never mind. You deserve it. <laughs> you fucking deserve it, dude. You deserved all the bullying that Lexus gives you because of that comment. That's it. I'm out. <laughs> Show's over. It only makes um, sense, right? We're gonna cut this episode short. You can find it on Spotify. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Have a good night. All right, here we go. Um, I'm uh, I'm gonna head out. <laughs> I went to the starting soon screen. Um, <laughs> no. a bloodrotomist? Yes, because they bl- <laughs> blood <Blood-rod. laughs> They drop blood. Oh bloodrotomist, right? God, dude, no one else no. agrees with me, man. No, this, no. Oh. no, that ain't it, chief. <laughs> I thought it was fine. I was so proud of it. Uh, All right, trauma. Sounds like a sounds like Stop a it. pun that a second grader would make, dude. Well, I have a second grade mentality, okay? Listen, Fine. Fine. I enjoy my youth. So okay. I think of it these... Is, it is funny, but it, is, it just hurt me on the inside. <laughs> it wounded my soul a little bit. Um, for those of you joining us for the first time, we are the Sound of Fire podcast, where we talk candidly about what's new in music and what happened in the past, and Beaker makes shit up, I guess. That's the third segment. <laughs> That's the new segment for the show. Yeah. See, my, my, yeah. uh, Well, now we need to have a, you bring up a smart word that I don't know. And then I make up a dumb word and. You know, we didn't do that last week and I tried to drop some in, but I guess your vocab was like on point because you knew all the words I was using, dude. (laughs) I, I I, like spent some time like before the show, I looked up a thesaurus. I was like, let's find some dumb fucking words. And you know, what's funny. I have I, I don't know why I'm getting these emails now. Since we started this podcast, I've been getting word of the day emails. Oh, no shit. Literally That's since incredible. we started this podcast, I have been getting word of the day emails. And I'm like, well, guess what, motherfucker? If you drop this one, I'm going to know. So <laughs> you're ready for it, dude. You're armoring yourself with knowledge, and that's half the battle. <clears throat> but I didn't sign up for it, though. Like, I don't know where it came from. They just started. Maybe maybe Lexus did it as, like, a heads-up play. Maybe. 200 yeah. IQ. Maybe, yeah. <clears throat> All right. Okay. So, anyway, <clears throat> let's get back on track here, shall we? Man. Whew. Okay. So, next piece of uh, news for this week. Weezer covers Enter Sandman for upcoming Metallica anniversary album. There it is, dude. Um... Did you listen Have to you it? Have you listened to the cover? I, I, unfortunately. You didn't like it? It was so cheesy, dude. Well, duh. What do you mean? I, I, and I get that that's the brand, but you know what? You know what I liked about the Teal album, the, the Weezer cover record? Sure. That for the most part, it was true to form, mm-hmm. right? 
And then I listened to the to the Enter Sandman cover, and they fucking put the Buddy Holly lick in the middle of it. Yeah. I was so mad. I was like, <laughs> no. It's like, why are you inserting yourself into this, bro? Why are you doing Rivers Cuomo? Can Rivers Cuomo <clears throat> fuck himself? Okay. <laughs> For that one. I uh, I really dude, I, I'm not like the first thing that I thought was that the guitar tones were fucking insane. Oh, the tone is insane and the playing for the most part is is great. But then he the just... whole solo section made me sad. <laughs> I did like that it like well, it's because it started off with the the inner salmon kind of solo right and then kind of like just slowly went its own way trickled down somewhere else it it, you know it started out with it and then it just became like the pop solo thing where they just played the melody yeah yeah i guess that's true oh this is stupid this is dumb because rivers cuomo can play guitar and play guitar fairly well right you know he could have just learned the solo yeah and he just didn't and I, I was like, all right. I get it. I get the uh, the frustration. I, for the most part, liked it. It was odd hearing Weezer's, I don't know, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know Weezer's, like, band name, like, members' names, but it was odd hearing their vocalist over that riff, because, like, his right. voice is not gritty or at anything all. like that at all. At and, all. Right. <laughs> so that was interesting, but I, I did really enjoy it, actually, and... uh I thought it was cool. I'm really excited for the album just to see what yeah, people come up with. Yeah, I think this cover album is going to be very, very cool. Yeah. Uh, we are, we talked about it briefly like a couple weeks ago. Isn't Elton hey. John doing something too on it? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Elton John's doing something. Ghost is doing something. Yeah, that's right. That's what you said. Bands dropping something on this cover album. Very sick. Um. Uh, so yeah, that. Have you heard about this next topic? I haven't. I read the headline and I'm mad about it though. Yeah, so um okay, so the headline is Morgan Wallen thought use of racial slur was quote unquote quote unquote playful admits it was ignorant and wrong. So, if you didn't know, a few months back, probably co- like closing in on a year now, Morgan Wallen a video came out of him who is a country artist by the way. He's actually very I good. I know who this guy is. Yeah, he's very good. Um but a video came out of him saying the n-word and regard <laughs> yikes regardless of whether that's a or hard r doesn't matter you're white yeah you don't right. get to say no. it so sorry yeah um so I-, I couldn't tell which version of it it was but i didn't care um so i i have friends from high school who were like why is he getting canceled all this stuff you know cringy shit like that and i sure. was like uh why is this a question and then, like, they were like, oh, you know, there's plenty of other people who've done it, and they're fine, and all this stuff. And I was like, who? Like, who? Name, name one. Yeah, like, who said that and hasn't been canceled because we need to get on that, like, ASAP? You um, know. Go ahead. No, finish your thought, because I, oh. I want to I re- respond. Well, so, so they, we went on to have this, like, a, a semi-argument. I wouldn't even call it a conversation, because they were just, like their racism was getting offended. Um, right. And, and so like <clears throat> uh, this, this guy, I won't name him, but he was like, you know, blah, 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 all this stuff. You can't tell me you've never said it. And I was like, I, I can, I can confidently tell you that I've never said that. Thank you. Uh, why is that surprising to you? And like another kid came in, who's also racist and, uh, like uh, linked a um a ninja compilation video of him saying the n word, oh. where 
every instance of him quote unquote saying the n-word wasn't the n-word it was literally just him talking really fast and it sounded like it but when you like actually figure out what he says and then you're like oh he's saying that you know you know who did say it and did he get canceled um pewdiepie that is very true that is very PewDiePie, true. PewDiePie, like, PewDiePie went hard R on a live yeah, PUBG once, and that, it was like, whoa. I, I don't watch his videos anymore. Um, yeah, but yeah, I don't either. I um, uh, I saw that, and I was like, man, that was, like, just, like, he's using it on the daily. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, like, the, that, that was his go-to. Like, he had a he had a spice rack, and he was like, I'm going to use my spicy gamer words, and that's the one he reached for. Yeah. He's got the, it was like, he, it was so confident. That it's almost like he has like the giant jumbo spice of that word. And he yeah. just uses it liberally. It was, it was so odd. Crazy. It was so crazy. odd to me to see that. Like, and he, of course, he's wearing the fucking pink cat ear headphones. Yeah, it just it's all it, ridiculous. It was all just know? very, very, very weird. And like, yeah. So th- you are correct. That is one that hasn't been canceled from and that. And that wasn't the one that I first thought of. I've got one that I've been meaning to bring up, and it kind of hurts me. And I don't know how to how to feel about it. Um, so system of a down, right? Okay. System of a down covered in collaboration with, um, with the Wu-Tang Clan, a cover of a Wu-Tang Clan song. Mm -hmm. And the song is called shame on a word. Yeah. Yeah. I'm guessing ending with an A. Yep. Yep. And and, and, uh, ending with an A and it, it features, members of Wu-Tang Clan on the track. Right. And they sing a verse, but Serge Tankian sings the first verse and the chorus that include liberal use of the word, and no one's ever talked about it. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, it's on YouTube. It's not <laughs> like it's hard to find. Yeah. If if you just look up System of a Down Wu-Tang Clan, you'll find it yeah. very quickly. Interesting. And yeah, no one's no one's talked about it, and it's like, you know, I don't know the nuance of 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 this well enough to like really think, say, oh yeah, this is bad, and they should be canceled for it, whatever, you know. Um, so they're what nationality Cause, cause, are cause they? They're Armenian. All of them are Armenian. Okay, and they're very white Armenians, you know, because yeah. there's some there's some Armenians who are not very white. Right. And some Lebanese people who are not very <clears throat> light skinned and fair skinned. But it's, it's like they they had Wu Tang clan in the studio with them when they did this. Yeah. And there was you no know, like, like red flags. It was it was like, yeah, fucking say it, bro. <laughs> like I, I I just I can't think of how that went down. I can't uh, either. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind uh, of a conundrum, honestly. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, you know what? I'm I'm work. I'm looking up the worst Google search I've <laughs> ever done, which is search Tankian says the N word. Okay. And uh, oh, there's an article about it. Okay. Wait, I'm no. intrigued. Oh, wait, hold on. False. This is not. Scratch that. Yeah, this is an old. This is about them doing. Uh, <clears throat> apparently when they did it live hold on 
I I don't I don't know. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna drive down this uh <laughs> this uh, uh, rabbit hole right now. But so it, uh, it's just something to think about, I guess. You know, I've developed a theory in the last ten seconds. Okay, DJ Spears, he's uh, streaming. Yes, it is. It's all a ploy to get us to raid him. <laughs> <laughs> streams on Tuesdays knowing. He streams on Tuesdays knowing that at nine, around nine-ish my time, a little, little notification is going to pop up. Thoughts? DJ Spheres? Huh? Questions? Comments? No? Silence? Okay. He can't, he can't defend himself right now. It's alright. We'll, we'll rate him and then I'll question him then. Right. It's like, <laughs> hmm, sir. Um, no, it's, 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 it's interesting. Yeah, so that was our, our last uh, weekly update, was that Morgan Wallen is now saying that it was ignorant and wrong. I don't know why it's taken him eight months to do so, but he he has. Uh, so, yeah, interesting, Morgan Wallen. Sucks, because right. he's really talented. Yeah. He, actually, he actually is yeah. really good. I don't know. I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to do some digging that whole... <laughs> okay. Um, Morgan Wallen. <clears throat> so we, know, we are like, we are yeah. running a little uh little farther. Go ahead, sorry. No, just like the the thing with the the Morgan Wallen using the slur, like, sorry, dude, you don't you don't get to just kind of brush past that. Oop, oopsie daisy, it, you know. <laughs> especially when your initial reaction when I heard about this, like, back, back in uh, I don't know, fucking, this happened a few months ago in the media league. Yeah, it was a while ago. He kind of tried to spin it off and play it off at that point, you know. Yeah. He got like his reaction also got him pulled from the country music awards and stuff. Yeah, yeah, he did get he did get pulled from some stuff for sure. Um, I mean, I you know, know, even if it, it, you know, it, I don't, I'm not gonna say it should end his career, but I mean, there, you know, there needs to be repercussions from it, and it seems like there was, and hopefully there was an actual learning moment that happened, and he can grow from it. Yeah, you know, like that's that's all you can hope for. And then you got people like Da Baby. Yeah, which I don't know if you heard about what happened with Da Baby. I all I heard was homophobic slurs. Right, it happened. Yeah, he uh he went on a bit of a tirade at Rolling Loud last oh, weekend. Oh, yikes! Was like, uh, what the fuck, bro? Yikes! And then he got canceled from Lollapalooza. Oh, I did see that. I did see that that yeah. happened. So he did he did he pull an Eric Clapton? Uh, he. He ended up apologizing about it all. Um, I don't know. It doesn't. It just doesn't. It all just sits bad with. Me. Yeah, know. fair enough. Like, you know, I feel like in this, we we live in such a an informed day and age that I feel like now, like there there isn't really anything usable. Yeah, and like I think sometimes cancel culture crucifies people. You're cutting out a little bit, by the way. Sorry, I got away from the mic. I think cancel culture does have kind of create the situation where people are uh, canceled without any opportunity for recourse for things that could just be learning experiences. Right. But at the same time, it's like if it's just becoming public that these people have said these things and done these things, like chances are they're actually just pieces of shit behind closed doors anyway. So I don't yeah. really feel sympathetic half the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's usually how I feel about it. <clears throat> right. But that that's all I got to say about it. Let's move on to our our new releases and we'll we'll run we'll lightning round it and we'll call it a night. Yeah. Um so this band Nightlife, this is actually 
around a month ago now and it's not super recent but uh okay put out a new song called new low which i think you will you should check out i think you would very much like it Ooh, um, okay very good band it's kind of like this from what i've seen like this is kind of like their their first like breakthrough on the scene for our stuff um right. it's not it's not like heavy it's not metal it's very like funky poppy stuff it's really really Ooh. good um i do like that yeah and then uh the kid Leroy and justin bieber put out stay i don't know when that came out but i know it's kind of been popping off a lot lately um it's fairly recent it's fairly yeah recent. dude that song slaps like that song is very good that it's very, very very good. very good um yeah definitely deserves uh the recognition also i haven't heard of this the kid Leroy, like ever this is like his first big thing okay but how how okay then this proves my question even further how do people get justin bieber on things so quick um i think i think justin sought him out for this song really that's how it went down yes man imagine could be yeah me. His, i mean his <laughs> career just started in like the eight yeah um, and now he's at 44 million monthly listeners on Spotify. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty impressive, honestly. Wild, good for him. Good yeah, song. He, 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 it was, it was a very good song. I think it's, I think it's very modern sounding. It's oh very- yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, the next one is the Plot and You with their song "Face Me." That one just came out either yesterday or a couple days ago. Um, Ooh. Very the Plot and You was to release the music. Yeah, uh, very like known band in the like metalcore scene type stuff, but their newer stuff, they're actually last like album. And then kind of like last half album before that one, very like, uh, alt rock poppy kind of stuff. Not, it has some heavy moments, but, um, Mm -hmm. it's definitely not like what they used to be putting out. Like, uh, the really, really heavy stuff. And right. Yeah, but it's it's very good. I I really enjoy the pop new. Um, I've seen it on tour a couple times. They're super good. Um, Landon I will definitely is definitely have to check this out. Yeah, you should. Landon is a super super good vocalist. Um, but yeah, good song, good guys. Um, good let's deal. Go ahead and send these people to Lovely the folks. man, Sir Spheres. Sir Spheres. I've already got a switch pulled up. Perfect. Um. I'm probably so, I'm probably not gonna be even be able to stick around. I'm probably gonna dead. I got some. I'm getting my phone's getting blown up or something that I forgot about that I have to do later. Oh, uh, you're good. But, no worries. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we appreciate you guys for hanging out. Uh, this is Sound of Fire podcast. You can find us on Twitch every Tuesday, 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern, and uh, after the fact on Spotify and YouTube and all that good stuff. So we appreciate you guys for watching. We love you very much. Thank you for being here. And let's go ahead and start this raid for Mr. Spheres. Make sure to go give him the love. Again, I am Dr. Beaker. Most likely going to be streaming on my Twitch channel, by the way, after this. And Absolutely. that is my lovely co-host. Oh. Take it easy. I'm Villa Rhino. Also, Anthony, whatever you want to call me. Babyface, <laughs> for making that cannon. All right, guys. We love I'm you. waving to. Bye, guys. <laughs> Have a good one. Bye.